Welcome friends to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter, and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart is created to be known, loved, and understood. So this is the place where women can share their story. Welcome to episode 64. In this episode, my sister Liv gets back behind the mic. Her infectious laughter and her joyful, fun-loving soul is on display. You will not be disappointed. She um, tells us about her story of the last two months and pretty much her story of the last, you know, 18 months of the pandemic that we've all uh, have gone through and are going through right now. Um, We talk about having faith over fear. And I couldn't help but be reminded of that beautiful story in the Bible. Um, It's Mark 4, 35 to 41. I really encourage you to sit with it, read it, read it a few times. Put yourself in that boat because actually we all are in that boat. We're in that storm. Um, It's a wonderful story of how the disciples are in the boat going across the sea and this storm comes out of nowhere sound familiar pretty much like now this pandemic came out of nowhere Um, the boat takes water the waves are beating on the boat Um, the apostles become very frightened their anxiety levels heighten there's tension I imagine Um, pretty much like how people are right now and here we are on the boat and Jesus is soundly asleep at the back of the boat he's not only soundly asleep he's calm he is fully at rest he is utterly at peace i wouldn't mind a bit of that (laughs) and here we see the apostles wake him and they're saying to him don't you care about us like look at this the waves the water there's water coming in the boat the waves are crashing against us like we could die out here and isn't that what we're feeling today like I know I'm thinking where are you Lord like where are you do you not see us maybe Jesus is asking us to wake him up in the boat of our hearts to awaken that peace that we all have inside us because we have Christ inside us. We just have to wake him up. We have to have that courage to turn to him Um, because he has peace beyond all understanding and he is the only one that can give us that peace. Um, So after the apostles wake Jesus, he, it says here, Um, he woke up and rebuked the wind and said to the sea peace be still I mean I sure could use a bit of that peace right now but for that peace I need to be still I think a lot of the time we're relying far too much on ourselves and not enough on him Um, and I know that that is what I want to do I want to make that next step in faith and not in fear and I know you do too 
So I hope you enjoy this episode. Um, if it really helped you, share it with a friend. Uh, send us a message or me a message on Instagram over at Universal Sisterhood. I would love to hear from you. Have a great week. I feel like it's, well, not feel, it has been weeks. <laughs> it's been months. It's been what months. are we? We're at week nine, isolation. Yeah, yeah, bar- looking down the barrel of another eight weeks. Is that right? Mm. It's torture. <laughs> yeah. October 25, can the first lot go? Um, <sighs> and then I've got some who, it's the 8th of November. So that's- yeah, I know. I know. Never mind. We'll get on to that. That can be one of the topics today. Okay. But first of all, how are you? Where have you been? And what have you been up to? Well, (laughs) your lucky listeners are um, probably thrilled I haven't been on for a while (laughs) because I'm just the light relief in amongst the amazing stories. No. But um, I can't even remember the last time we had a chat here. I think it was but January. Was it? Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it has been a while. And, um, yeah, so what's that, eight months? Um, it's been another big, challenging year. Um, last year on the back of COVID hitting our shores. Uh, that was a challenge in itself. I had one boy do his HSC through it. Um, but we got there. And my daughter's school was in isolation because they had 23 cases associated with their school. But um, this year has been even bigger. (laughs) Uh, So, um, yeah, so we're into our ninth week of of, um, ISO. And on top of that, um, I have another son doing his HSE and the restrictions are even more challenging for him. And then a month ago, as you know, I was diagnosed with a melanoma. Mm -hmm. So we've had that. Just wanted to throw another spanner in the works. Yeah. <laughs> and then just to make matters, you know, just dig the knife in even more, I think the dog realises and she won't leave myself. <laughs> Honestly, oh, my goodness. Anyway, i got children who need homeschooling. I'm trying to teach online as a teacher. The dog won't leave me and I've got multiple doctor's appointments. So, and um, multiple incisions. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm I'm at the back end of it now. Um, as you know, I mm. I got the good news this week that my lymph nodes were clear. Um, praise Jesus. Absolute, praise Jesus. An absolute answer to prayer. And um, I think the most special thing I, you know, I just kept saying I trust in you, God. Whatever you want for me, you know, I'll I'll put up with. But, you know, along the same, at the same time, I was begging for healing. <laughs> I was trying to trust, but I was also begging. Um, but that's okay. Three, that's that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that holy tension. Yeah, 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 true. Um, but, you know, like I kept thinking, am I really trusting when I'm begging? <laughs> How trusting am I? Um, well, anyway, maybe, three, maybe maybe the, the um, prayer is that, Give me the grace to do what you want, to bear mm. what you bear, what you're mm. what you're sending me. Mm. Um, but but then again, you can still ask for complete healing. Yeah, 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 hundred percent. And look, I had an army of of 
people praying for me, which was so beautiful. I felt completely held by them. Mm. Um, but last year I, I made a ring for my finger um, with a scapular medal with Our Lady and Holy Family on one side and Sacred Heart on the other. And so every, you know, tick of the clock, it's on my on my right hand, my pointer finger, you know, the Sacred Heart's looking at me. So I always say I trust in you like so many times a day. Mm. And I have that divine mercy image in my in my you know, in front of me all day long. And then the doctor rang at three o'clock the other day. I couldn't believe it. Three o'clock mm. on the dot and said that my lymph nodes were clear. So it was such a blessing. Yeah. He's he's in the details. It's so beautiful when you when you notice those details. Because they're all the time. But yeah. when your eyes are open to those details or more attuned to the little um, beautiful messages mm. of how mm. tender he is with us, yeah. it just makes him so much more, um, so much more enjoyable to receive. I think. Yeah, and yeah. he becomes more real. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So, so I, you've, you've had a big one. I have, and and you know, another girlfriend of mine rang me, who's um, also battling her own stomach cancer in a spleen and a stomach and you know her diagnosis is a lot worse than mine but that's what I was saying to her it's not that you know not not everyone gets good results like I did but our Lord still holds them so close but he just has he wants more of them I suppose Mm. but also he gives them they have the grace like yes it's you know I'm not trying to downplay anybody's sickness or um situation but we can't compare ourselves with somebody i think i say it a lot on this podcast because women tend to compare you know that's kind of like a a a benchmark if i can be just like her or if i wish Mm. i my marriage was like that or you know she approaches her children in this way yes there are good examples to follow and yes um there are aspirations that we want but if we're comparing ourselves with other people, you know, you can't diminish the pain that you've gone through because it's not as grave as somebody else's. Um, no. Yours is real and your situation is real, but you have the grace to deal with what you've been given. Like yeah. I was wrestling. I'm only saying this because I have been wrestling with this for the last two weeks with um, Afghanistan. Oh yeah. Like oh, I see God. the heartache and the terror and the fear and the the turmoil and the destruction and the evil there. Mm. Mm. And I I'm at home battling homeschooling and online learning like you and every other person in New South Wales. Mm. And I get so upset with myself because this is hard. Yeah. But then I see that and I think, "Oh my gosh." What am I, what am I doing? About? What am I complaining about? And I um and then I get the guilt. Like mm. I am so selfish. I'm I have got no idea what it's like to to really suffer. Um so I took that to the our Lord a few last week I because I, as you know I walk over to the church and I was over there and I was down on my knees in front of him in the blessed sacrament just I'm saying I'm so sorry that I'm so selfish, but I'm finding this hard. 
when I shouldn't be finding it hard, when it's not really hard. In the grand scheme of things, this isn't hard. And you know what he said to me in my heart? Mm. No, you're not running from the Taliban and you're not, you know, trying to um, shelter your children so that they're not being um, captured and turned into sex slaves. And mm. But you are where you are and I have you right where you are. Yeah. And, yes, that is hard for you, you know. So use mm. the grace that I give you today to get through that moment, whereas he gives them different graces. Yeah, yeah. Like yes. they have so much more grace than I get. Yeah. I mean, I suppose it's proportional to the situation we're in. So I can't compare myself no, to them. No, it's true. It's funny you say that because I've never, another girlfriend wrote to me and she said exactly that, you're being given grace right now, use it, you know. And mm. I was like, you know, it's true. We're given grace in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you're right, it is proportional to our, to our struggles. Yeah. But having said that, it doesn't mean that you can't, offer up things for those people and I I suppose I think we might get onto this later Um, but we are in where he has us where we are right now and we have to do everything in our power in our means to bring goodness right here and that does mean sacrificing you know maybe that afternoon tea for those people in the in Kabul who are lined up with suicide bombers walking you know Mm. about to detonate yeah you know but also Um, I think he gives us these trials these you know skin cancers and homeschooling and all of that so we do lean on him like I can't tell you um how I have never prayed so much in my life mm. as I have in the last two months sadly um we lost a a boy at my son's school recently um Mm. he was sick and it was very quick and the whole school community was praying like mad and and then on the back of that, we went into isolation. And then on the back of that, I got this diagnosis. And I can honestly say I've never prayed as much as I have in the last two months. Mm. And and I think God wanted that. He wanted me to um, He's preparing trust him more. you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's beautiful. Um, and, and, oh, sorry, just um, the morning before I got my results, I was just, you know, wasting time on Instagram. And maybe it wasn't a waste because a friend's post popped up and, and the quote was, I've written it down so I can relay that. Where is it? Um, be not, it was, be not afraid. It is not your battle but God's. Mm-hmm. And it literally just popped out at me. Jumped. Thought, yeah. That this is, you know, as long as I trust in God and I, I surrender it all to him, it's his battle. You know, mm-hmm. I've just got to put it in his hands. Mm. so I just had so much peace after that yeah and that's the grace mm. that's where the grace comes in because you don't you see it in hindsight you don't realize it at the at that moment so you didn't mm. realize reading that you know that it would, that uh, it would resonate resonate yeah. with you until mm. you know you realize oh wow if maybe if I read that two months ago it would I really wouldn't have gelled no, with what it was no, saying no 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 it would have gone over my head yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah. that's like the three o'clock announcement you know maybe mm. not praying that divine mercy chaplet or that jesus i trust in you yeah that three o'clock um and phone call from the doctor would have just been a three o'clock phone call from the doctor not 
this is the hour of mercy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm. he, he, it's, yeah. In in the economy of God, nothing is lost. I love no. that. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is in the details. Yeah. But so also true. he's in every single um, act that we do to get to know him better. Mm. Um, it's It's not that he's keeping a tally because he's not. He loves us. He couldn't love us any more than how he loves us right now. I just that that just blows my mind, because he he loves me with his whole life, and he always has, and he always will. So, in this moment right now, he can't love me any more. No, it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, okay, yeah. let's move on. Um. So, um. How how were you? Yeah, so you had three. Well, how many removed? Three removed, and your lymph nodes removed. Yeah, I, I counted it. You know, including two COVID tests that I had to have for two different hospital appointments. I had eleven appointments in a month. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I had I had three moles removed, and one of them was a melanoma, and one of them there's another one was pretty close. So they they took them both out as well. One of them the was okay. The other one was okay, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then two lymph nodes. So I'm on the mend, praise Jesus. Yeah. Well, I subsequently went and had mine checked too. Had yeah. one removed, but it was fine. I just well, am now battling a, a war wound. But that's what I, I have said to everyone. Like, you know, I, I'm, and I'm not saying it for sympathy. It is purely one to just tell people that God has us in the palm of his hands. We've just got to trust him, um, love him, ask him for help. You know, he, he wants to give us those graces, but he's waiting for us to come to him. And the other thing that I've been telling people is get checked. Mm. Be sun smart and get checked. And in that time, in this last month, I've had so many people book in. Mm. And the three people, the three people that have got already had their appointments, two of them, you and another friend, have had ones cut out. And mum has to have two cut out. Oh, well, she does, does she? Um, yeah, she found out last night. She hasn't, mm. yeah, she'll go this week. But, you know, um, yeah, maybe that was the push we all needed. Yeah, well, that was Brit, you remember, did, you, did you ever listen to Brit Fine? Oh, She's, yes, she, yeah, maybe. So she, she just had, a, you know, an appointment that she'd booked and forgot about it and, yeah, she, yeah. you know, it's amazing. We we yeah. need to look after ourselves. Yeah. Um, but, you, you know, to... when you interviewed Brit, the other week, I wrote on your Instagram comments, you know, I wrote to Brit saying how inspiring she was and, and that if I was ever faced with anything like cancer that I'd be as cheerful as her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Little did you know. Haven't been cheerful. Yes, you have. You had a cry, but that's okay. We, are, we can cry. Cheerful doesn't mean you can't cry. True. It doesn't. Cheerful means exactly what you've been and that is being able to hand it all over to our Lord and know that he doesn't allow anything that we can't handle, you know. And you've done that. You did that so beautifully and I just want to commend you on how how um, brave and courageous you were in facing, you know, still the unknown. There. Still getting there. Yeah. He holds you so closely. And it's, it's, it's times like those when you realise that, He's actually there and he's moving 
and he's he makes all things for the good for those that love him. So oh dear. give it a blow. Blow that nose. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Oh dear, I'm juggling the dog, the phone, the headphones, oh, the, the paper. <laughs> ah, anyway, back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Um, but but, but yeah, hey, so, can I just say one thing? Yeah. Um, wh- where would you be without him in these storms? Like uh, how do you face those kind of things with optimism, with cheerfulness, without him? Like it would uh, be a whole lot harder, what do you reckon? Oh my gosh, I don't I I actually don't know how people do it without faith. I've had this conversation with another friend. I I don't know how even just the homeschooling, you know, when we say our morning prayers in the morning and we offer mm. up our day. Mm. Like it's a battle. Every day it's a battle. And I think how do these people do it just doing it without a prayer in the morning? Yeah. Anyway, our lady is certainly there, I'm sure, hanging over my shoulder to <laughs> helping me through the day as well. Yeah. She puts the she puts her mantle around my children so the wrath of mum doesn't come out. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. I'm talking about me. <laughs> oh no, all of us. Yeah. Well, I I tell you what, I was um th- this was the scene in my at my dinner table the other day. So I've got our house is only little, as you know, so my big boy is working and doing uni in my at my desk in my bedroom because his room's too tiny. And then the one in year 12, he's obviously in his room. He's doing his HSC trial exams in there. And then Lucy's in her room. So it was just me and the little guy sitting at the dinner table. And I was teaching an online um, learning support class to kids from my school. So I'm helping other people's children and my mm. own child is sitting at the other end of the table fending for himself. <laughs> and any chance he gets, if I'm distracted, he shoots away, right? So I'm sitting there teaching those other three children and the next thing I look up and he's gone. And I thought, where's he gone? I'm trying to be discreet, you know, because I'm on Zoom with these children. Anyway, the next thing, it was pouring with rain. And the next thing I look up and he's running outside in the rain with a rugby ball, just having a ball, you know, and it just made me laugh. I thought, here I am helping someone else's children and my own is running, probably getting a cold in the rain. <laughs> Didn't want to School do his work, own maths. Not yeah. done. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I think I think we have to give ourselves a little bit of um, grace as well at this time and not to sweat the small stuff. Like Mm. if he doesn't want to do maths and he wants to run in the rain, let him do it. You know, like um, they're not every child in New South Wales is in the same boat. You know, Mm. they're not, he's not going to fall behind because he missed one maths lesson. And I think people are worrying that, you know, they're beside themselves. Their children aren't getting an education. Well, teachers are doing their best. Yeah. I can tell you that you're a teacher too and, and we know what it's like trying to teach online and put all our resources online. It's a huge job um, and we are doing our best and and it's not perfect but they're all going to be okay. Yeah. Um, that quote by in Esther 14.4, they were born for a time such as this hmm. and and they were, our you know, our children were born at this time for a reason. Hmm. Um, I I really... I really worry not so much for the little ones. I do worry for the teenagers, mm. um, especially, you know, 18 to 20, you know, mid-20s. You know, this is the prime of their lives. They want to be out meeting other people, going to clubs, and they're stuck home with us. 
Yeah. <laughs> and it breaks my heart for them. But, you know, teenagers 100 years ago were walking into a war battlefield. Like, yeah. ours will be okay. Yep. I'm yep. sure of it. And he mm. knows what he's doing. Yeah. Like, we just have to, what is it? What is it? Um, be still and know that I am God. Just be mm. still. Like, we, we I, I'm talking to myself here when I'm saying this because my perfectionism comes in and it's like, you know, my children have to do it this, you know, you've got to do it really well and da da da. And they're not, they're, you know, they're struggling and I get cranky, but I have to tell myself it's okay, you know. Yeah. He doesn't, if I don't get through the whole list perfectly, it's all right. You know? Yeah, well, you know what Henry said <laughs> yesterday? He was doing an. I had Fridays off, so Friday I make sure, it, Monday to Thursday, I don't even know what he's doing, but Friday I make sure I sit with him and help him and he had to do an online spelling test. <laughs> he said, <laughs> I actually laughed. I shouldn't have laughed. It's such bad parenting. But he said, watch this, Mum, I'll nail it because, <laughs> because there's autocorrect. <laughs> Grammarly will correct my spelling. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> 20 out of 20. Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway. <sighs> anyway, we'll get yeah. there. We'll get there, and it doesn't have to be perfect. No, it doesn't have to be perfect. Yeah. And where I prefer you to love them and give them cuddles than to be cranky about messy English. Or... I must admit, my seven-year-old. Um, I mean, a lot affects them a lot more than we know. I think. Mm, mm, yeah. He has just been craving my affection. Same, Cuddly. Henry. Same. Yeah. Non-stop. How much it, do you love me? Oh. It, yeah. It's mm. like craving comfort, like just just a closeness, I think. Yeah. yeah. Cuddles. And I think um, children are, are quite anxious. Like mm. you don't mm. realise that. And, and, and it dawned on me the other night, I get to go out. I go to work one day a week. I do the shopping. I go for walks over to the church. I walk down to the village and get a coffee, whereas they just stay inside or yeah. in the backyard Yeah, the whole time. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I thought that yesterday too because, um, you know, I've been trying to be super strong this month and not show my emotions, you know, with everything going on. Mm-hmm. And yesterday when the Premier announced the Year 12, you know, HSC has been pushed back, I, I was just devastated for Jimmy and I just thought, you know, these poor kids in his class, they're, you know, they've already checked out of school um, mm. and now they're having to go back again a term later that wasn't anticipated and then sit their exams four weeks later. Mm. And I, I rang my husband and I told him and I burst into tears and the, my daughter, was Luce, was sitting there with me and she's sort of looking at me and, and I said, I'm sorry about that. I said, I think just all my emotions this month have just all come out. But then I thought, she's probably thinking, yeah, I haven't shed a tear or, you know, she's been so stoic through it all. And, you know, she probably thought the worst with my diagnosis too. And, you know, she misses her friends. And, but they haven't had a cry yet. I think, you know, maybe <laughs> it's time mm. she needs one too. Mm. I did think that because, yeah. you know, I like we all need to let it go yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So maybe we have that conversation with them. Maybe yeah. this is the time where we, you know, sit down and say, "How are you feeling?" Because mm-hmm. I know I haven't. 
yeah sat yeah. down with them one-on-one you know it's always been let's just get through it and then we finally get to Saturday and it's like oh thank goodness it's the weekend yes yeah yeah <laughs> oh, no mm. more homeschooling yeah. um and then it's like just working in the yard but they don't like working in the yard. no yeah exactly um you know some um maybe I need to do that maybe we all need to do that just yeah. sit down Make them a hot chocolate and say, Let, tell me how you're feeling. Mm, mm. And let them know that it's hard for us to, I think, being vulnerable because we can be vulnerable or we're learning to be vulnerable with other women. Um, I wonder if we're as vulnerable with our children because mm. well, I know was, I'm yeah. not that vulnerable with them. Yeah. I wanted to swipe up on my phone and find a something I read yesterday but I might turn the podcast off so I better uh, not. Um, I think you can actually I think you can just don't press the x can I yeah all right let me try it okay you keep talking while I look yeah. for it yeah anyway I um my sister alerted me to Mark Mark's gospel when he's um not you our other sister mm. <laughs> um of when, because I think people are really, we are in a storm. Yeah. Um, it's undeniable that the world is in a storm and um, there is so much competing for our attention and the overriding feeling is how to maximise fear, I think. There is so much fear. There's fear about, you know, to, to the vaccination, fear not to get vaccinated, fear of the vaccination. There is fear of kids not learning enough, missing out on school. There's fear mm. of jobs, you know, um, job security. Yeah, um, huge. Yep. Just there's fear of war. There's fear of, you know, just everything. Um, and I had a friend who was talking to me the other day telling me that you know anyway I won't go into it but what I said to her was there we have an anchor you know think about those people that people are genuinely acting out of charity you know they think it's for the common good and you know but they don't have an anchor so they're in this storm the same storm that we're in and they don't have an anchor and they are just bobbing up and down in this sea that is all-consuming. Mm. So we have to give them grace because they're not m- acting out of maliciousness with the words that they're saying. Is maliciousness a word? Yeah. No. <laughs> It'll do. Uh, yeah. But they're acting, they're speaking from fear and yeah. we have to just love them. Yeah. You know, whether they agree with us or not, whether you agree with them or not. Mm. Um, It's And and that's where the enemy is having an absolute field day. I have no doubt about it. And he is, it looks like he's succeeding, but he's not. He will not. He will not. And we need to be that antidote to his his, um, fear campaign, and that is to love. And that's to love our, you know, the per- our neighbour, yeah. the, pers- the, the people that he has right in front of us, our family, which is often the hardest, and now we're so 
we're stuck with them, so it's yeah. even harder. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's to love people that have a different opinion. It's to love those ones running from the Taliban with sacrifice and prayer. Mm. Mm. It's to love everybody. Um, and I think that we have to have a, a reformation of our hearts because our hearts have become hardened and criti- we criticise and we judge and we... Uh, complain and we um, I know I'm going on a rant but I just think that's the antidote to what's going on is to love yeah every every, single person everything that has happened with this COVID problem is divisive it's it's Mm. putting family members against each other friends against each other Um, you see Mm. it on Facebook on social media you Mm. know people saying horrible things to each other and I know they're close friends Mm. um but you're right, love will, love conquers all. Yeah, but um, it's it's genuine love. It's not, mm-hmm. it's not oh, I, you know, I'm going to pretend that I like you. No, we have to love you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to pray for you and not in a condescending way, like I know better than you, but actually, no, I really want, I want to pray for you. Mm-hmm. I want to pray that you're, <clears throat> you find peace in your heart. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I want to pray that your family members are healthy. I want to pray that you get through your cancer treatment. You know, I want to pray that you, this person that I don't know, that is suffering in another country, that they get better. Yeah, you know, it's genuine heart reformation, restoration. Mm-hmm. You know, and anyway. it's true. Like uh, that's one thing I've I've made a try to make a huge effort with is it's so easy to throw out that line, oh, I'll pray for you, I'll pray mm. for you. But to actually, you know, intently do it um, mm. is another thing. So I've been, every time I do say it now, I'm like, right. <laughs> I usually get my phone out and write it in my prayer list So it, when I, I take it to prayer um, because it's easy to forget too, especially mm. at the moment. I'm throwing that line out all the time. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'm, I am. Like I have I've offered up every needle, every... <laughs> Yeah. Um, I hope I was on your list. You're on my list. You're on my oh, list. Um, but, yeah, I think we do. We need to support each other and prayer's the best way. Prayer's yeah. sometimes the it's the only way. Yeah. Um, anyway, can I just tell you I found this quote? Yeah, tell me. Christina M. Rogers, beautiful girl um, from Texas in the States. Um, and she just put up – she'd read Brene Brown's book and mm. it was um, – I, I don't know if it was her quote or she was, or Brene's, I'm not sure, but I'm slowly learning to straddle the tensions that come with understanding that I am tough and tender, brave and afraid, strong and struggling. All of these things are mine. And it's mm. true, you know, um, we, we, we do have a soft side. We do, we have to allow ourselves to crack, break. <laughs> to break, um, you know, but like and I, f- I think I've those those words there, strong and struggling, brave and afraid. I've had all of those. Mm. And that's the beautiful part. That's that holy tension of our faith too, because it is um, beautiful and hard. It is um, you know old and new. It is um, it's it's that we we suffer, but it's beautiful. You know, mm. things that just don't seem to go together do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for that. That's beautiful. Um, that's a, 
when we when we allow ourselves to crack, as um, Anne Voskamp says, that's that's where the light gets in. That yeah. allows the light. <clears throat> it gets filled. It becomes whole with Him when we allow Christ in there. That and He patches up mm. the hole with Himself. Mm. Um, well, that's it's that. I've, I've, I think I've said it on the podcast before that being vulnerable isn't a weakness. It's the greatest act of courage. Mm. Um, because it is. It's hard to be vulnerable. <laughs> it's hard to crack open. <laughs> tell me tell me about well, it. Well, no, not really for you and I. We're good criers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where was I? Oh, that's right. I run a rosary group mm. on my um, Thursday morning and it's early, my friends. It's 6.30. If you want to join, just send me a um, DM and I'll add you to the list. But it's beautiful because it's an army of women, you know, mm. first thing in the morning getting up. In their PJs. Yeah, you can come come as you are, lots of dressing gowns, Um, make yourself a cup of coffee, light a candle, and we just pray the rosary on a Thursday morning. And I had one lady afterwards text me or send me a message saying, thank you so much, it was so beautiful, you've got such a beautiful heart, you must cry all the time. Stop stop crying. Stop crying. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? I wasn't crying. That's just my bed face. <laughs> so, yeah, people think I cry more than I do because maybe I'm not a good looker. <laughs> stop. Oh, it is 6.30 in the morning. Come on. None of us look good at that time. <laughs> Oh, that's hence, hence my uh, I don't turn the light on. You just see me in silhouette. <laughs> Shadow. <laughs> the moonlight still coming through the window. Too funny. Yeah. It is a beaut- I, I thank you for that because it is a beautiful opportunity. You're right. to You know, women all around the country um, praying the rosary together. It's very powerful. It's beautiful. Yeah. How lovely. Yeah. It is. It's powerful. Mm. And you don't, don't never underestimate. Um, starting something like that because you don't know what effect it will have on other people. You know, I know for me it's like, oh, you know, am I just being, I always question myself, am I just a sounding gong? No, you <laughs> Please don't let me be a sounding gong because I don't want to just, you know, say no. things for the sake of it. But um, we should we should have more initiatives. And I was actually thinking this morning, of starting doing the um, Mary's Mantle consecration again. Mm, beautiful. I think it, now we were born for a time such as this and we need all the arsenal <laughs> yeah, yeah. to get us through and that means um, When did we do that? Was in October, our armor. was it? Yes. Yeah. Mm. I was at Byron Bay. I remember taking two laptops up so I could, you know, kind of, yeah, wow. no more Byron Bay now. We can't leave our house. No, no. Wow. Anyway. Do it, do it. Yeah, I think I might. I yeah. think I might. So stay tuned. Count me in. Okay. <clears throat> um, so what else? Um, <sighs> what else can I say? I am just, I, I, yeah, it's January that I last spoke to you on mm-hmm. here. Um. And since that time, I'm glad you clarified. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, since that time, um, we. I'm just so grateful that we just got in our retreat. Yeah. Um, Jess had it on a heart to organise a retreat, and um, 
you know, as you just said then, you double guess yourself for a while, but mm. um, eventually the Holy Spirit won over and you went ahead with it and with the help of Amory and Joe. Um, and it was, we just snuck it in before isolation, before COVID hit mm. again. Um, mm. And what a blessing. And it's funny, like it was such a massive day. I think it was, it was a 12 hour retreat from eight to eight, but we pushed over it. I think we, the retreat finished about 10 past nine and then we stayed back to clean up. So it was, we were there for a good 15 hours straight. Oh, man, um, and the night before. And the night before. And 10. the days before. But yeah. it was all worth it. Yeah, but I think it was just on the day it was, you know, it was full on and it wasn't until the next day that I had time to reflect and just really um, feel, like understand and appreciate and you know, thank God for how beautiful it was. It was just such a beautiful day. Um, the magnitude of it, I think, just hit me the next day. Hmm. But I have to say the adoration at the end, I've never experienced anything like it. Just to have um, God come to me in, hmm. you know, in the pew um, to bring the, you know, to bring the monstrance around to each woman was just absolutely so special. Oh my God. That was, that was one of the things that I knew had to happen (laughs) because if we all crave intimacy and for the God of the universe in a humble host that he, he waits for us. Like we all want to be waited on, you know, wait, you know, somebody just waiting, doting, adoring us. Mm. He waits for us yeah. and it was just, it, it just is incredible. Well, it's the most beautiful experience. I remember you asked me to take photos on the day yeah. and I was like <laughs> sobbing through the camera lens like I don't, I don't know how good these photos. But just to see the women, you know, looking mm. at, at our Lord a foot from their face and mm. That priest was so beautiful. He gave us the time, you know, he, he stood know. there in front of 130 women at least at least for three minutes each, at least. It, just, it was a few hours. It was just beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I remember packing up that night and our auntie, what is she, 83, 84, hmm. um, she was hugging me goodbye and she was sobbing and she said, Liv, all my life I've gone to Jesus and tonight he came to me. Mm. It was beautiful. I just mm. thought, wow. Mm. You know, and she's had a tough life and she has had to go to God for so many things and I thought how beautiful that he could come to her. And how beautiful that she could experience that tenderness. Mm. Um, it makes everything worthwhile, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. It was beautiful. So thank you because without your yes, to God to do that retreat, mm. we wouldn't have had that. So it was it was beautiful. Thank you. You're most welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had I know, to laugh. I, I know stop. the topic for next year's the, the well, theme, but I won't I, tell you. Okay, but I had to laugh because um, you know so many women that day were saying, oh, "I can't wait for next year's," and we're just looking at each other like, "You're <laughs> kidding, right? <laughs> let us let us just get through today." <laughs> and look yeah. at that, you've already got a topic. So. I, well, I don't have it. He tells me. I know what it is. Yeah. Um, Beautiful. But I just want to encourage women to, um, I know we are locked. 
out of our churches. Um, but that's not going to be forever, hopefully. Please, God. Um, but he is there in the tabernacle. The, the, sa- the God of the universe who, um, you know, allows the sun to rise and the moon to set, you know, the one that controls the wind and the, you know, forms the rocks and creates, he is there in the tabernacle waiting for you just mm. to to acknowledge him. Um, and I just want to encourage the women who listen to drop by and visit him. Even if the church is locked, just stand at the door like a beggar. You don't understand the, the impact that that um, adoration of God would have on the world. Mm. You know, I know it's it's easy to drive past a church and forget or not even know, but he's in there. You know, maybe bless yourself, maybe just say a prayer as you drive or stop the car, get out of the car and go and stand at the door because he waits for you. Mm. He's, he, he's just knocking on the door of your heart and he just wants you'd open it to him um yeah that's um the other day when I got out of hospital and I couldn't walk um our other sister she mm-hmm. said just just go to um adoration I said Pam I can't walk and she said no go online mm-hmm. I said really and she said yeah there's always 24 adoration online as well at, at, in these times yeah and I I joined on I went on to the Tyburn nuns um adoration site it was so beautiful. Mm. I mean, going to the church is infinitely better, mm. but because I couldn't, um, yeah. it was such a gift. And, and, you know, it was like I could hear all the birds in the background on their thing and, mm. you know, obviously um, it's a, they're cloistered nuns, so you could hear them coming and going and the doors opening, but all I could see was the monstrance. Yeah. And it was beautiful. I felt like I was there. Yeah. Was, I've done that yeah. before sitting at the beach at Terrigal. Just mm. sitting there with the sun on my face and the ocean and mm. just having him on my phone. And yeah. I just did my prayer like that. Yeah. I, I find nature I, I, I can speak to. I, he speaks to me through nature. Mm. Just, I don't know. Um, beauty no, is what arrested my heart. 100% it's powerful. Yeah. yeah. And I just found mm. sitting there, like it's beautiful. You, you can have him on the phone. <laughs> Yeah, you know, with the sun as it sets, and just just take that time, even if it is only five minutes, you yeah. won't regret it. No, absolutely. All, All right. right, I'll try and get to the church this week. It's just yeah. within just within my five k zone. Is it? <laughs> well, my <laughs> walk. I can't walk. I can't okay. walk there. No, it's five k as the crow flies, but as I drive, it's probably ten k. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. Um. Okay, so let's face tomorrow with um, love in our hearts Mm. and fear nothing because he calms the storms. You know, I don't, and I know I always am. I'm like, you know, the the disciples in the boat who couldn't believe that Jesus was asleep. You know, where are you? 
but we just need to call on him and, and trust. He has it all under control. He knows exactly how this story ends and it doesn't end with death and destruction. Mm. Yeah. Um, it ends with him and he is the way, the truth and the life. Mm. All right. You ready? You ready to face it? I'm ready. I'm ready. Hope in my heart. Trust. I'm ready. And no fear. (laughs) All right. Okay. Oh, hang on. What brought you joy this week? Oh, good good results, maybe. Of course. course. Yes, certainly that. Certainly that. Um, But a lot of things, you know, I am am really trying to – appreciate the little things because that's all we can do at the moment yeah. um you know coffee in the sun in the morning like just then I watched a movie with Luce I'm trying to because it's hard and if we don't appreciate the little things that's when we get cranky mm. but certainly my biggest gift this week was my clear lymph node results yeah <laughs> um that's, that's beautiful but I'm and grateful for a lot yeah certainly all my friends and family who have supported me been amazing and what about you? Um, well, my 92-year-old neighbour, mm. she brings me so much joy. She is just delightful. I go over there a few every day, bring her dinner a few times. But she is the most sprightly 92-year-old. Mm. Um, so she, she's losing a lot of energy. Um, but she just... She will, she's got to step into her kitchen, like there's a step up to the kitchen. She kind of like just jumps up there and jumps down. (laughs) I just think, you're amazing. You're absolutely amazing. And she kind of like lights up because I don't think anyone's ever told her she's amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, Sweet. And she's got the most beautiful nails. I keep telling her that, what do you do? She's like, just cut them. But they're the most beautifully shaped nails. So she brings me so much joy. I I, I can only pray and hope that I can be as sprightly as her at 92. What was the story the other week? You said something about getting her a coffee down at the shops or something. Oh, she was. <laughs> yeah, she. I said, Dawn, how about I go? I'll, I'm going to go down and get myself a coffee. I'll get you one. And she said, oh, no, don't worry about that. I said, no, no, let me get you one. Mm. She mm. said, oh, all right. Um, I said, how do you have it? Well, that's what it was. That was the a, funny a thing. A quarter strength. Yeah, said, quarter what strength. What is the point of having a coffee <laughs> it's a quarter strength? Sweet girl. So it's not the caffeine that gives her the spring in a step no. then. It's something else. <laughs> How oh, sweet. Bless her. Quarter strength coffee. I said I didn't even know if they'll take me for Do real when, yeah. when I asked. <clears throat> anyway, sweet. they knew what to do. <laughs> bless All right. Bless All right, my love. Thanks oh. for letting me get that out. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. It was a joy speaking to you. I can't wait to see you again. I just, oh, I know. I I was about to say, I'm over it, but I've got to have joy and hope, don't I? (laughs) Yep. There could be worse things. Eight more weeks. (laughs) I'm counting. Yeah, that just seems crazy. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Um, All right. Until we meet again. (laughs) Love you. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye.